he's done. Just look what he's done. Look what he's done. Just look what he's done. Just look what he's done. Just look what he's done. Look what he's done for me. You don't, don't know. know like don't know. Welcome to the Let the Bible Decide program. This program is brought to you by members of the Locust Grove Church of Christ who meet at 240 Beersheba Church Road, Locust Grove, Georgia, 30248. Our Sunday worship services are at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Monday night Bible class at 7 p.m. And Wednesday night Bible class at 7. We also offer an 11 a.m. Bible class in the morning. You can contact us at 770-957-6999 or 678-994-4668. My name is Barry May and I am your host and the minister of the Locust Grove Church of Christ. Thank you for tuning in. And now, let's see what the Bible has to say. Have you ever given any thought about eternity? Eternity. There is only one of two places in eternity that we can go. Heaven or hell. Let me say that again. There are two choices in regards to eternity, that your soul will rest. Heaven or hell? Each one of us will be placed in one of these two places on Judgment Day to be there forever and ever. Our Lord, in speaking of eternity in Matthew chapter 25, verse 20, Matthew 25 and verse 46, he states, And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Notice that the duration of the loss in hell is exactly the same as the duration of the saved in heaven forever and ever. It is hard for us as mortals to grab hold to how long eternity really is. But after we have been there a billion years, eternity will have just begun. Many of us do not like to think about eternal punishment because so many of us are in love with this world. But my friend, rest assured, there is a place called hell. For a few moments, let us consider what the Lord says about eternal punishment, and then we will turn our attention to a more pleasant thought called heaven. The Lord, in describing how horrible that hell will be for many, for many who will end up there, says in Matthew chapter 13 and 42, and will cast them into the furnace of fire, there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. This definitely will be a horrible and terrible place beyond description. Jesus says in Mark 
chapter 9, verses 45 and 46, concerning those who are lost, that they will be cast into hell, into the fire that shall never be quenched, where their worm does not die, and the fire is not quenched. There will be no reprieve. There will be no appeals to a higher court because we are being judged by the highest of the heights. The Lord is trying to get our attention and to give us fair warning. He is pleading with us not to go there. But we have a free will choice. The choice is ours. We will bear the responsibility and the consequences. In Luke chapter 16, verse 24, Jesus is describing a man who went to hell and is pleading. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. How much relief. Consider this. How much relief. And how long would a drop of water last on the tongue of those who are being tormented forever? It would not last even one second. We must wake up and heed our Lord's warning. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that they shouldn't have to end up in a place called hell. God is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish. 2 Peter chapter 3. So you do not have to end up in a place called hell. But it is a free will choice. The many who end up in eternal punishment will not be there alone. They will have company. Revelation chapter 20 and verse 10. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Not very good company to be in, you might say. Notice that the torment goes on day and night forever and ever. There are many people who scoff at the idea of eternal punishment. In other words, there are many people who don't believe there's a hell. There are many people who don't believe that God would allow anyone to go to hell. Well, God, God's will is that every man be saved, but based on the free will choosing that we have, we will condemn our own selves to hell. God loves us and desires us to go to heaven. We will condemn ourselves through our disobedience and ungodly living, and we will end up condemning ourselves to hell. 
So many who scoff at the idea of eternal punishment, but they are scoffing not at the messenger of God, but they are scoffing at God himself. The fire will burn forever. And those who are lost will be there in it for eternity, whether they want to believe it or not. In eternity, their scoffing will quickly change to weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. We must take what the Lord says in the Bible seriously. Let me say that again. We must take what the Lord says in the Bible seriously. Hell is real. There is no way for the horrors of hell to be adequately described in human language. Many people do not realize the danger of eternally losing their souls. Going to hell is not the place to come to the true realization and to figure out hell is real. This is very serious business here. We read in Revelation chapter 14 and verse 11, and the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever. And they have no rest day or night. But reading further, we see in Revelation chapter 20 and 15, and anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Hell is real. It is imperative that your name be found in the book of life. My question this, this morning to you is, is your name in that book? Do you know for sure? Or are you making an assumption? Are you being led by your feelings? It will be too late on the day of judgment to find out that it is not there. Make your calling and election sure by allowing the Bible, the word of God, to decide concerning matters of your salvation. Hell is real. Now, let's talk about a more pleasant place. Let's turn our attention to something much more pleasant than hell, a place called heaven. Our Lord says in John 14, verses 2 and 3, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. Heaven will be a very wonderful place for the few who go there, it will be beyond their wildest dreams, and they will be totally surprised and amazed. There is no way that the glories of heaven can be adequately described to us in our mortal understanding. The only way will be to see it for yourself. Heaven will be the very opposite of eternal punishment. Revelation 21 and verse 4, it states, And God will wipe away every tear 
from their eyes. There should be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There should be no more pain, for the former things have passed. There will be no weeping, and no wailing, and no gnashing of teeth, as will be happening in eternal torment. There will be nothing but joy and peace and happiness beyond description. What a wonderful place heaven will be. But again, the choice is a free will decision. And it is in your hand to decide. We cannot escape the consequences if we make the wrong choice. We will not accidentally end up in heaven, nor will we enter into heaven on a technicality. Heaven is a prepared place for prepared people. Our Lord says in Matthew 6, in verse 33, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Going into heaven has got to be our number one goal in this life. We cannot be in love with this world and expect to make it to heaven. We must want to go to heaven more than anything else in this life. Make a wise decision and let the Bible decide. Remember, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable and is profitable for doctrine for reproof, for correction, for instruction and righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. So if all scriptures are given by inspiration of God, it would only make sense to let the Bible decide matters concerning your soul salvation. You cannot go wrong with God. Rest assured, he is the only one who can save you. Thank you for listening and tune in next week at the same time to the Let the Bible Decide program. Brought to you by members of the Locust Grove Church of Christ. We meet at 240 Bersheba Church Road, Locust Grove, Georgia, 30248. Contact us at 770-957-6999. Again, thank you, and we look forward to hearing from you next week.